Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick, or the Notorious Fantasy, and in today's video, we are doing week four running back rankings for fantasy football in 2020. We are going to be discussing running backs one all the way through 32 for week number four and why I have them ranked where I do inside of the top 32 running backs for week number four. If at any point in this video while you're watching, like, hey, you know what, this guy's pretty good, he's having a fun time here, and I'm having a fun time watching it, please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below, because not only is it free, I put out content every single day to help you guys win that 2020 fantasy football championship. And real quick, before we get into week four running back rankings, I'd like to give you guys a word from my friends and my sponsor over at OverlayDFS.com. OverlayDFS.com is my favorite place to play daily fantasy football. Now, why is that, Nick? It's because it is the easiest place to play and the simplest. All it is is one player versus another player plus or minus the spread. Now, some games don't have a spread. Other games do have a spread. It's very simple. Which player scores more fantasy points plus or minus the spread? For instance here, we have Ezekiel Elliott versus Nick Chubb. Who scores more fantasy points? Ezekiel Elliott minus three points or Nick Chubb plus three fantasy points? It's so simple that anyone can do it. It's so easy. You guys do all this research to win your week matchups in fantasy football so why not make some additional cash on overlaydfs.com make sure you guys check that out link down below in the description and we are back please make sure to check out overlaydfs.com link down below in the description but without further ado let's get into it week four running back rankings we begin here with running backs one through 12 and number one we have alvin kamara going up against the detroit lions in detroit this is a perfect matchup for the running back commission or position i should say alvin kamara has been absolutely ripping these defenses apart he has been destroying them he's been shooting them down and it is amazing Alvin Kamara has looked like the best fantasy running back the best fantasy pick so far early in the season up against the Detroit Lions that defense is not going to be able to stop anything Alvin Kamara brings his way and now if Michael Thomas is back it may be even more dangerous for Alvin Kamara since he's clearly the only one on the field when Michael Thomas was gone that was catching the fucking ball because they were not throwing the ball anywhere except for to Mr. Alvin Kamara. At number two, we have A.A. Ron Jones going up against the Atlanta Falcons. Right here, this is the juiciest matchup, maybe besides Detroit, maybe even more juicy than Detroit because that Atlanta Falcons defense legitimately does its best Stevie Wonder impression on defense. They do not do anything at all, and they will not be able to stop Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones has been running an absolute train on defenses for the first three weeks of the season, and I see no reason why then that cannot continue this week up against the Atlanta Falcons in Lambeau Field on Monday night. At number three, we have Ezekiel Elliott going up against the Cleveland Browns. Now, Ezekiel Elliott actually hasn't been playing fantastic, but he's still been very good for fantasy football this week up against the Cleveland Browns. This one could end up getting dirty and getting absolutely nasty with a Cowboys pile drive the Cleveland Browns six feet under into the dirt. And in that case, Ezekiel Elliott will be getting a lot of use later in the game when they're up by a zillion points. Also, when they get near the goal line, Ezekiel Elliott is going to be able to put in those touchdowns. And up against the Cleveland Browns in Jerry's world, we could see this happening a lot in this game. At number four, we have DC, and we're not talking about Diet Coke. We've got Dalvin Cook going up against the Houston Texans in Houston. Dalvin Cook has looked amazing, despite the fact that the Minnesota Vikings offense looks about as useful as a fucking broken condom. So Dalvin Cook has been playing quite well, and I expect that to continue to go on here, even up against the Houston Texans, even though... 
The Vikings are on three, but so are the Houston Texans. So this could be the battle of the bottom of the league here to see who can get their first win here. Dalvin Cook versus that Houston's defense. I like him this week. At number five, we have JT Jono God Taylor going up against the Chicago Bears in Chicago. Nine-inch Nick versus old man Phillip Rivers, who loves to have kids. Two guys probably with horse cocks. Jonathan Taylor here, though. Going to play big. The Indianapolis Colts offensive line is beautiful. It is fuego. It is A1. It would not get sent back in Gordon Ramsay's kitchen. And I'm talking about some straight-up heat here out of Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor's been balling out the last couple of weeks, and I expect nothing but greatness out of Jonathan Taylor this week against the Chicago Bears. Number six, we have KD and not Kevin Durant. We have Kenyon Drake here going up against the Carolina Panthers. Now, I understand Kenyon Drake this, Kenyon Drake that. Kenyon Drake has left uh, a, a mark on my ass after he slapped it, after he fucked me last week. I understand that Kenyon Drake has not been playing all that great recently, but at the end of the day, you have to understand that the matchup here is too goddamn juicy. It's like that WAP that Cardi B is talking about. Kenyon Drake is going to ball out here up against the Carolina Panthers. And if he doesn't do it here, he won't do it at all this season. So give him his final shot here. Give him that chance up against the Carolina Panthers because you're not going to want to miss out on Kenyon Drake this week. At number seven, we have Austin Eckler, a.k.a. Mr. Clean, going up against Tom Brady's Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Austin Eckler looked beautiful last week. Up against, wait, let me check. Oh, the Carolina Panthers that I think Kenyon Drake is going to ball out against this week. Now he gets a tougher matchup in Tampa Bay. But I think Austin Eckler is yet again going to get force-fed at the hands of Justin Herbert, the pervert. Justin Herbert looks very good at one thing, and that is giving the ball to Austin Eckler. It's like Phillip Rivers has arisen and putting his body inside of Justin Herbert. Austin Eckler is going to look good in this game, and I expect nothing less from greatness out of my boy. At number eight, we have James Robinson going up against the Cincinnati Bengals in Cincinnati. Another perfect matchup for the Jacksonville Jaguars running back. James Robinson has been amazing this whole season. He has been probably the unsung random-ass running back that doesn't even get drafted, that just gets picked up up and just plays amazing. That's James Robinson. This guy is a fucking beast, and now he gets the Bengals defense. You could suit up and run for 50 to 100 yards up against that Bengals defense, and I understand you definitely cannot do that because that defensive line would fucking eat you for breakfast, but at the end of the day, James Robinson is an NFL running back the caliber of getting a zillion touches in this game up against the Cincinnati Bengals, especially since he gets that nice dump-off work from the mustache man, Gardner Minshew. At number nine, we have Miles Sanders going up against the San Francisco 49ers. Now, Carson Wentz has looked like dog doo-doo out there. He looked like something that Odell Beckham would find and give a nice sniff to. Miles Sanders has been looking pretty good, though, despite that this week up against the 49ers defense. That is not the same 49ers defense that they began the season with. I think Miles Sanders in for another good game here at number 9. At number 10, we have CEH Clyde Edwards-Hilaire going up against the New England Deflatriots. My only real worry about this matchup is that Bill Belichick Every game just shuts down one key piece to an offense that he's playing against. We saw against the Raiders. It was Josh Jacobs. This week, I think he's going to try to touch, shut down either Hill or Kelsey, but it could end up being CEH. So that is a worry, but still, I think he'll be able to play quite well in this game. Def, uh, kind of to push away the tougher kind of matchup up against the Patriots. Even though the Patriots' defense isn't even good, it's just, or the players aren't good, it's just the coaching from Bill Belichick is so strong. And number 11, we have Nicholas Big Dick Chubb, full fucking Chubb this week, going up against the Dallas Cowboys in Jerry's world. Again, we kind of talked about the scenario that could happen where the Cowboys plow them right from straight from behind, and Nick Chubb isn't as involved. 
That's obviously a scenario. But there's also the scenario where the Cowboys' defense kind of sucks ass, and then we see Nick Chubb be good in this game because he's able to get usage. Now, Nick Chubb will be good regardless if they're getting fucked in the ass or they are playing well in this game. But I think Nick Chubb, the best scenario for him is a closer kind of game where it's back and forth, and they're able to still run the ball or where they're ahead in this game, which probably isn't going to happen. But I do think Nick Chubb has an excellent shot here to be good up against the Dallas defense. We saw Carson before the Dallas defense decide to absolutely blind slot binds blind side him like it was the fucking movie so Nick Chubb should be good in this game though regardless number 12 we have Josh Jacobs going up against the Buffalo Bills now no one circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills and the Buffalo Bills defense is a tough matchup against the running back you would think but last week Darrell Henderson slapped them in the ass as he was running behind them doing the fucking yeehaw type shit spinning around that thing and then capturing the defense and bringing them back all right that was a terrible analogy because I forgot what the rope thing is called they go like this it's a fucking lasso that Woody used from Toy Story. But with that said, there's a little too many analogies this video. But Josh Jacobs has been playing quite well, except for against the Patriots. So I think Josh Jacobs has bounced back week this week up against the Buffalo Bills. At now we are at running backs 13 through 24. So if you guys have ended up enjoying again, please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below. We begin at running back number 13 here, and it's Joseph Mixon versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now this is Joe Mixon's final chance. It's the final fucking countdown for Joe Mixon. If he plays like Dick Cheese in this game up against the Jacksonville Jaguars. It is time to let him ride the pine. Now, this week, I have actually put him in my flex to teach this motherfucker a lesson. I advise you guys do it as well. Teach him a lesson. Be like, Joe, Joe Mixon, I might have drafted you in the first or second round, but you're not good enough for that spot. You just aren't. You fucking have sucked recently, and I want you to do better. So you get demoted. And then he's going to get promoted after he railroads the Jacksonville Jaguars defense this week. That Jaguars defense is complete and utter dick. Miles Gaskin looked amazing up against them last week, and I expect Joe Mixon here to do nothing less than pretty fucking good. Here at number 14, we have Fat Mike Davis going up against the Arizona Cardinals of the Carolina Panthers. Now, Mike Davis looked very good last week. Just gets a whole lot of usage out of the backfield, both rushing as well as receiving opportunities for Mike Davis. And while Christian McCaffrey is hurt, Mike Davis is an insta-lock to be in my lineup. I like him this week up against the Arizona Cardinals. At number 15, we have Kareem Hunt going up against the Dallas Cowboys. Now, in this game, I wouldn't be surprised if Hunt outscored Chubb if we see the scenario where they're kind of going back and forth and they're just passing, or if they're really down, if they're really down in the game and they have to pass it out a lot, then we could see Kareem be very involved. But I think he's involved regardless. I think this is not going to be a complete and utter blowout. While it could be, I think they may be able to keep it close. I think Kareem Hunt could put up a big game here in Jerry's world. At number 16, we have Jarek with 1R McKinnon going up against the Philadelphia Eagles. I like this matchup here. That Eagles defense does not look very good, and Jarek McKinnon looks to be very involved here without Tevin Coleman or Raheem Mostert. At number 17, we have TG, Todd Gurley going up against the GB, the Green Bay Packers, and Todd Gurley is just safe. That's all he is. He isn't like top 10 upside, right? Because he just doesn't get the ball enough to do that, especially against Green Bay where he's going to be down. But he's good to get like 10 plus points every single game. So that puts him here at running back 17. Doesn't really have the upside to be a top five guy, but probably won't shit the bed and fall outside of the top 18. At number 18, we have David Montgomery going up against the Indianapolis Colts. And talk about shit in the bed. David Montgomery last week gets that cupcake matchup up against the Atlanta Falcons. I expected him to motorboat that fucking defense, and in reality, he got a railroading right in the ass. He did not play well at all, but now that Tariq Cohen ended up getting hurt, obviously, sad to see for Tariq Cohen, but for Dave Montgomery, that's a good thing because he will be more involved in the pass-catching game, so we like that for Dave Montgomery and up against the Colts. I think he could look good here, considering I think this one is going to be a closer affair with 9-inch Nick ultimately 
prevailing as the victor and eating a W on that Indianapolis ass. At number 19, we have Darrell Henderson going up against the New York football giants. Now, Malcolm Brown was not very involved last week up against the Buffalo Bills. He may be more involved here up against the Giants, but I expect Darrell Henderson to get a heavy workload here up against the New York football giants. And that team, just like a team we talked about earlier with the Cincinnati Bengals, that defense could not stop you. Put me in, coach. Put the fucking helmet on because I have more pride than the rest of you motherfuckers. And I will run a train on the New York football giants because Darrell Henderson, that is exactly what he's going to do. His nice flow that comes out of his fucking helmet. It's going to be going so fast in the wind, you won't even be able to see it because there's going to be no defenders to stop Mr. Darrell Henderson up against the New York football giants. So, Nick, why is he ranked at 19? Because Malcolm Brown is still there to screw him over. At number 20, we have David Johnson going up against the Minnesota Vikings. Now, this is a pristine matchup for David Johnson, but David Johnson has... I don't know. He just hasn't looked all that great. But then again, he's been pretty good. So it's kind of tough. I don't feel like he would shit the bed for you here. I just don't really see top 12 potential in this game. Considering, I just don't know how Houston has been playing. Because they've been playing different every single game. And the way they have been playing clearly isn't good because they don't have a single fucking win this season. At number 24, or number 21, apparently, I don't know how to read, Devin Singletary going up against the Las Vegas Raiders in the Roomba Dome because that's what the Las Vegas Raiders stadium looks like. It looks like a goddamn Roomba or it looks like a hockey puck or something. Devin Singletary here going up against the Raiders. Good matchup for Singletary, but if Zach Moss plays, it completely derails this situation. Devin Singletary looked pretty solid last week up against the Rams, and I would expect him to get in hefty workload here but he may end up in the fucking hefty bag if Zach Moss ends up playing so that is kind of worrisome and a situation you want to monitor that's why I got him here at 21 and number 22 we have Miles Gaskin aka Carol Gaskin that bitch Carol Gaskin going up against the Seattle Seahawks. Miles Gaskin has been looking very good the last couple of weeks. Very involved both in the rushing game as well as the pass catching game out of that Dolphins backfield. And up against the Seattle Seahawks, things could get down and dirty and a bit nasty just like Carol Gaskin gets in the bedroom after he fucking murdered her her husband. Yeah, Carol Baskin definitely murdered her husband. But with that said, the Seattle Seahawks might... Might just uh, let Miles Gaskin get loose, get freaky, and have a nice time. So I like him here up against the Seahawks. Number 23, we have Ronaldo Jones going up against the LA Clippers. Just kidding, the LA Chargers. Get it? Because they're the LAC. Both teams not very good in the playoffs. But bing <laughs> Now, this ranking will move completely. It'll shift backwards if Leonard Fournette ends up playing. But reports now seem like Leonard Fournette... Not going to be good to go for Sunday's game up against the L.A. Chargers. And I think Ronald Jones may just go crazy here and then be absolutely shit next week once Leonard Fournette comes back. So with that said, you got Ronald Jones. This is the perfect time to fire him up and the perfect time after he balls the fuck out to trade him right off that team and send him to some other owner who's going to cry with Ronald Jones in their starting lineup next week with three points. But this week... More than three points. At number 24, we have Jeff Wilson going up against the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, I do prefer Jarek McKinnon, but last week, Jeff Wilson was the victor. He ended up outscoring Jarek McKinnon. And without Coleman and Mostert, both of these guys are a tag team like Randy Orton and John Cena. Even if they weren't a tag team in the WWE because I don't watch wrestling, Jeff Wilson and Jarek McKinnon certainly are a great one. And I like Jeff Wilson here to do pretty solid. Got him as a top 24 running back on the week. Now, we're kind of in the shit tier area because the top 24, so crisp, so clean, just like your balls if you use Manscaped. Code Notorious at checkout for 20% off as well as free shipping, manscaped.com. But with that said, 25, we got Antonio Gibson. Now, Antonio Gibson is either going to do pretty solid or just shit the bed completely. That's what it seems like. It seems like he's getting more involved, but I just don't want to trust him here up against the Ravens defense while the Ravens got slapped around by Patrick Mahomes and 
and friends of the Kansas City Chiefs. The same thing's not going to be said this week after they the Baltimore Ravens do the exact same thing to the Washington football team. At number 26, we have Mark Ingram at the Washington football team. I know I just talked about how the football team might get smacked around a little. They might get hit with the 1-2 fucking Mayweather KO. But we're so unsure about who is the starting running back in Baltimore. Is it Ingram? Is it Edwards? Is it J.K. Dobbins? Well, I don't think it's any of them. Well, technically, Ingram is the starter. Big trust. Woo-woo. But at the end of the day, on a weekly basis, it's going to be a different guy Every single week. And for that reason, like Jeff O'Leary would say, or Kevin O'Leary would say, I'm out. I'm out of this situation. Mark Ingram, I have no idea what to do. If he blows up this week, you trade him off your team. If he does shit, you don't do anything because that's the situation. He's either going to do really good or really shit, and I just don't want to risk it for the biscuit here at 26. Number 27, we have Joshua Kelly, who last week put up a terrible performance up against the Carolina Panthers. Seemed like Kelly was going to be a guy on the weekly basis that you could rely on, and here up against the Buccaneers, I kind of want to see this more of a prove-it game again. Can I trust him again? Right now, not trusting him, so I got him at 27. At number 28, we have James White going up against the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, will James White end up playing? I have no idea right now. He did report to practice, so all signs are going ahead of the fire James White out of the cannon, but he has missed two games due to the death of a family member. Very sorry to James White. So, that could take an effect on him here, so I'm not too sure how I want to trust him. I will kind of wait till Sunday before I make my true verdict on James White. That's why I got him here at 28. Probably has upside of top 18 guy, but also could completely shit the bed here if he doesn't get the work that he should. At 29, we have Sexy Rexy Burkhead going up against the Kansas City Chiefs. Same fucking offense, different day. Rex Burkhead looked amazing the last two weeks in James White's absence, and I don't expect his role to be completely shrunk if James White plays, so he may be playable in a deeper type of league. At number 30, we have Adrian Peterson going up against the New Orleans Saints. This guy is the eternal one week in and week out. Adrian Peterson somehow manages to get like 60 plus fucking yards. This man will roll out there on a fucking wheelchair 20 years from now and still run for 40 yards. Now he's playing up against the New Orleans Saints. Now, I note this because this is a revenge game. I know. Adrian Peterson was on the Saints? Yes, a couple of years ago, Adrian Peterson was on the Saints, and they cut his ass, and they went to the Washington football team and played quite well. Now, this is a revenge game. Adrian Peterson's going to be pissed at Sean Payton. He's going to be fired up, so I got him. At running back 30. At 31, we have Naheem Hines going up against the Chicago Bears. Now, Naheem Hines has been kind of tipsy-turvy of a season. Week 1, out the gate, fire the cannons. This motherfucker blows through the wall, blows through the second wall, blows through the third wall, and absolutely skull fucks that defense that they were playing, which I believe was the Minnesota Vikings. Just kidding, I thought about it more, and I think it was the Jacksonville Jaguars. But with that said, it was. Naheem Hines is in a good situation here because if the Bears are scoring, Naheem Hines will be involved. You kind of have to figure out if you want to start Naheem Hines strictly based on the other offense they're playing. Will they be able to beat the uh, Colts defense and be able to score so that it's a back-and-forth affair so that Hines could be on the field? Because if they roll the uh, Colts, or if the Colts are rolling, they'll just keep running it with Jonathan Taylor, and Hines will rarely get a chance to see the field. So I think we see more of the Hines does get to see the field. I don't think he has an amazing game, but an okay one at that. And at 32, we have Chase Edmonds going up against the Carolina Panthers. The only real we- the only real reason he's in here is because the Carolina Panthers defense sucks the wee-wee at guarding the running back. They can't do anything against the running back. They go blind when they try to tackle the running back. So, if Edmonds gets the chance to play, one big play could result in him being a top 32 running back, considering 32-plus is just completely fucking confusing to figure out. So, thank you guys all for watching. I hope you guys did end up enjoying this video. 
And if you did, make sure you hit that subscribe button if you're new. But if you've been here for a while, hit that like button. Hit it with the one, two fucking Mayweather. But only actually hit it once because if you hit it again, you'll dislike the video. So if you want to hit it twice, you're going to have to go again for the third time. Hit it thrice. So thank you guys all for watching. Check out OverlayDFS.com. Link down below in the description. I love you all. Have a great rest of your guys' day. And I'll see you guys in a little, little bit with another banger of a video. Good boy!